everyone, and welcome to the Transform Your Confidence Show. This is a show about holistic leadership and advocacy, and I'm your host, Raj Gurn. Here's a bit about me. I'm a longtime serial entrepreneur who specializes in mindset, branding, media, communications, and marketing, and I firmly believe that great leadership and advocacy is predicated on the mission that everyone must benefit across the entire food chain. I'm an award-winning C-suite entrepreneur who has worked in the media and event space for the past 20 years with many Fortune 500, celebrity, and thought leader clients from around the world. At this point in my life, I seek to share my many insights and resources with anyone who wants to learn about holistic leadership and advocacy in a newly launched online community at the openchessconfidenceacademy.com where I've mandated my entire organization to provide products and services that center around knowledge, action and accountability. My goal with this show is to pull back the curtain, I mean way back, to bring you insider knowledge and resources on how today's change makers are leading with intention and creating meaningful environments that serve everyone. I also want to help you reimagine what your life could be if you had a constant view from the top of the mountain. I believe that in order to get there and stay there, you need to learn from those who have a constant and unobstructed view of Nirvana. These are not just the usual suspects, but the ones that sit in the middle of the volcano as the lava explodes through the top of the mountain. They are the crazy ones who change the world, and they are the ones that I want you to meet. Are you ready? Let's go. This is a weekly show called the Transform Your Confidence Show, which resides under the Open Chess Confidence Academy umbrella, the third brand that I just recently launched this past month. It's an e-learning community. Um, and, you know, we've got a lot planned for that. So as time goes by, I will be sharing a lot of what's going to be going on in that community. Uh, today's episode of the show is the inaugural episode. So I'm just really excited about getting your guys feedback on the format of what we're, you know, looking to accomplish. And the goal here for me is to show you by pulling back the curtain and sharing varied insights into leadership psychology so that those who want to have more confidence in their personal and professional communications with coworkers, clients, loved ones, and even with yourselves can readily access knowledge and tools that work in the real world and not just in theory because knowledge without action cannot change your life. I'm going to say that again. Knowledge without action cannot change your life. This sounds like a cliche, but it isn't. Because if you look at the statistics, most people who set an intention um, by the end of the first month of a calendar year, the intention is all already null and void. So it's important that you really focus and sit with what that means. Knowledge without action cannot change your life. Together, the intention, it's so rapid in terms of how it can transform your life and your respective ecosystems. So no matter what you're doing, where you are in the world, sitting with that is really important. The action piece, which is the other half of the knowledge piece. 
Each week on the show, I will be introducing the topic of the week, providing you with insights, and then bringing in a guest to deep dive so that collectively, you and I and my guest are able to walk away from each session with actionable knowledge, which in my book is the holy grail. Before we begin, and because this is the inaugural episode, and because we are all live across three of my brand's communities around the world, I would like to use this opportunity to bring everyone up to speed about who I am in my complete avatar, rather than the version that you've been getting, depending on which brand that you engage with, so that everyone from this moment forward has the same context on who I am, and why I do what I do, especially when it comes to the big, bold statements that I make. Understanding who I am, this will allow you to understand why I make such big, bold statements and why I action them and why I get them done. Why tune in if you're going to be getting yet another live stream with no real value to you, your life, and your future? I want to help you reimagine what your life could be if you knew what the thought leaders and change makers knew before it becomes common knowledge. That extra leg up we all need to push us forward. And God knows we all need that this year and moving forward. I want to kind of give you a nutshell version because, you know, otherwise we'll get to the end of the show and we're still talking about me. And talking about me is just in the context so you can understand where I come from and, you know, what my belief system is. So here it is in a nutshell. I was born in England in the 70s. I grew up in South Wales in the 80s. I had an arranged marriage that brought me to Canada in the early 90s. And I gave birth to my one and only son in the late 90s. I got divorced in the early 2000s, learned to write my very first check and founded two brands for the very first time. I had no business-related academic education whatsoever or any contacts of any kind or any contacts in the media and event space. These are where the two brands, for those of you who have been with me in those particular ecosystems, um, is where I've been building out since 2002. From 2002 to now, with absolutely no confidence um, in whether, you know, I'm going to get to that end goal, whatever that was going to be. Um, I had constant fear as my best friend pushing me and pulling me in all directions so that I could build out these brands to the level where I felt that they deserved to be so that they could be poised to work with Fortune 500 companies, A-list celebrities and globally known thought leaders. I got there. I accomplished my goal and I did it in probably a way that I would not teach or coach you guys to do because it was predicated on a lot of things that I did that, you know, if I'd have known better, I could have done better. I could have done faster and I could have probably had a lot more relative, um, you know, success with that. My goal with this show and with the Academy is to position you guys with the knowledge that I've gotten over 30 years of being in the entrepreneur space with 20 of them being in media, branding, events and marketing so that you can just kind of level up in warp speed 
because you, you're getting it from someone that's already actioned it as well as my vast resource pool. Um, I really want this coaching show, this e-learning community to be a place where the focus is on transforming everyone's respective ecosystems through leadership-centric communications. The Academy saw a soft launch last month, as I mentioned earlier, and we will be drip launching products and services throughout 2021 and 2022 towards this end. I hope you'll be along for the learnings, for the actioning, and ultimately for the transformations that you deserve. Truly, I really want that for you. On the personal front, I'm very much a family, friends, and community-oriented individual. And those of you who have been a part of my media world, you also know I love to dress up. I love the glitz and glam. I love to kind of put my best foot forward, whatever I'm doing and wherever I'm doing it. I live with my 23-year-old son, Karam, and my two-and-a-half-year-old four-legged son, Maximus, here in Toronto. So that's a bit about me. Now let's get into the show. I would recommend that you grab a pen and paper so that you could make notes as we go along because I have a lot to share and, you know, I won't really have time to repeat any of it. The reason is, is that I want to make sure that you get a high touch, high level, high value show each and every time that you guys tune in. So, um, and, and on the other side, you know, if you just don't want to be sitting there making notes, don't worry. The, these lives will be available on the platforms that we are currently live on, um, indefinitely as we play. So just sit back, grab your coffee, grab whatever it is that you need, put your headphones on so you can get rid of all that noise. And, you know, let's do this together. Let's do this every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and whatever that time is in your world, anywhere in, you know, the ecosystem that you reside in. All right. So for this month, I've decided to start the year off by giving you a view from the top. Because in all my years of working with high-profile individuals, brands and companies, celebrities, influencers, and everyone in between, I found that knowing where you want to go has a lot to do with knowing what it feels like to be there. And the work to get there, we all know, requires deep motivations to, to stay on course. Because sometimes it will be like walking through a light breeze against your face. It'll be like nirvana. And at other times, it will be like crawling through a hurricane. And we all know what that feels like because that's the moment that will, you know, you're kind of at that fork in the road where you have a decision to make as to are you going to keep the trek going? And if you do, you'll get there. Trust me. And we're going to learn more about that as we go through the year. Or you can decide that I, I just can't do this. The expectation of me is greater than what I feel the resultant outcome would be. Those are your two choices. There are no others. I hope that you'll be on the road of, um, you know, the trek. Um, I hope that it will be what will help you understand and learn through your own experiences and also through those that I bring to the table through this show. I hope that you're able to really kind of catapult and empower yourself and therefore also empower your entire ecosystems. Staying on course has a lot to do with fixating on that glimpse and feeling 
that you get when you've had the opportunity to touch, feel, and taste what it feels like to be on top. Having been, as I said at the beginning, an entrepreneur, I have been a C-suite executive, I can unequivocally attest and tell you that the best solutions are always the simplest in concept and the easiest to communicate to your team so that they can quickly grasp the knowledge and skills and execute swiftly and efficiently. Without effective communications, guys, from the top down in your ecosystem, the entire food chain can be compromised. So the nucleus of every successful ecosystem is effective leadership communications. I am absolutely and unequivocally sold on that because I've seen it time and time again. Those who are successful have them. Those who are not, do not. The way that I stay focused, you know, and I want to share that with you guys, on my communications being paramount to me, of paramount importance, being the center nucleus of every single thing that I do, is to follow something that I have coined as the defining statement. So what is that? Uh, first of all, it's not to be confused with a mission statement because a mission statement is the vision and purpose that are the building blocks of your entire organization because you need everyone to be on the same page, right? The defining statement, on the other hand, is the cement that holds the building blocks in place securely so that the house that you are building is able to weather all storms. Your cement or defining statement must be centered around how you as a leader will communicate with your organization. This can also be translated over in the personal realm because as a parent, how you center communications in your home as the quote unquote leader of your ecosystem there will have everything to do with the outcome of effective, uplifting, valuable relationships that you have with the people that you love. The defining statement that I use in my leadership communications is something I'd like to share with you. It's one that's been coined by John Brandon. And here's what he said. The best leaders are those who seek every opportunity to communicate and mentor others in an effort to clarify team objectives. So let me say that again. The best leaders are those who seek every opportunity to communicate and mentor others in an effort to clarify team objectives. So what does that mean? Let me tell you what I have kind of translated this to mean in my ecosystem. So the communicate part means that leadership must advocate a consistent high-touch environment with everyone in their ecosystem. The mentorship part means that the leader must provide training and resources to their team so that they can set them up for performance on the highest levels of competency and advocacy. The third, the clarifying team objectives part is where the leader needs to cultivate a two-way relationship. For some reason, time and time again, with clients that I've worked with over the last 
two decades, and especially since 2017, when I started my one-on-one um, coaching, mentoring, and consulting practice, I have found that that piece of cultivating a two-way relationship has always been missing in those organizations where success has been very difficult to accomplish, um, to sustain, and also to grow. So it's really important that you don't forget that third piece, folks. So the last part of that, of course, is to make sure that you do this consistently, um, that you also ensure that this is a rinse and repeat formula so that everyone up and down the food chain is well-versed with what this is. I want you to replay this part, actually. I want you to write this down, okay? It's very important to be the center core of how effective your communications is. If you have a defining statement that you use, I would love for you to share it in the comments below. And, you know, I'll take a moment to take a look after the show to see what your defining statement is. But, you know, if you don't have one, I'd love to set that as your homework, right? Um, what is your defining statement? And the reason I call it a defining statement is because it will define the success and failure of your enterprise. I'm going to say that again. It will define the success or failure of your enterprise. So I want you to work on that. If you already have a, desi- a defining statement, I want you to revisit it. If you don't, I want you to sit with the three elements and then the fourth, which is the rinse and repeat after you're sure that your defining statement is where you want to be with everyone that touches your ecosystem. All right. Okay. So I think that's um, a good moment for us to go into our um, guest. She is waiting with bated breath as I am. Um, she's a dear friend and someone that I've worked with for the last more than 15 years in the professional arena. A lot of touch points that we've had. I've learned a lot from her. I want to have the opportunity to introduce her so that we can say hello. Hi, Raj. Hey, Anita. How are you, my darling? Good, good. It's such an honor to be on your show. I'm, I'm so, you know, pleased to have the opportunity to share my, my expertise with your audience. Absolutely. And they are so lucky to have you here on a Sunday when usually you are going crazy getting ready for all the work that you've got to do with your extensive team and all your clients throughout the, um, the, the, the rest of the week. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Let's get some deep dive happening in terms of what it is that we, you know, want to impart in terms of the value of today's session. Before we do that, Anita, you know me. I need to make sure that I, I apply context around um, the people that I bring on the show so people understand kind of the wheelhouse from, from where you're coming into, you know, this kind of whole conversation that we're having. So, folks, Anita Chatterjee is the founder and CEO of A-Game Public Relations, a bi-coastal firm that is known for their representation of celebrities, venture capital firms, tech startups, and consumer packaging goods companies. Anita has worked with several venture capital firms and corporate brands such as Carvu Venture Partners, which CNBC Squawk Box called the hottest venture firm in the consumer packaging goods space. 
She's also worked with Trinity Ventures, who were early investors in Starbucks and Jamba Juice. She's worked with Buy Beverage, which sold to Dr. Pepper for $1.7 billion. Vital Proteins, which was acquired just last year by Nestle Health Sciences. And ClassPass, a wellness, fitness, and beauty app that hit unicorn status about a year ago. Anita is also someone that builds profiles for these very well-known personalities that head up these these um, particular companies and organizations. Kavu Venture Partners founder Rohan Oza being one of them. He is also, you'll know, a shark on the hit ABC show Shark Tank. ClassPass founder Pyle Kadakia Puji, who is in a very rare class as entrepreneurs because she's a BIPOC woman who has founded a company that has accomplished a multi-billion dollar valuation. Extremely rare out there in the venture capital space. Before Anita founded A-Game Public Relations, she orchestrated PR campaigns for several A-list celebrities, such as Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, and Rihanna. She was an executive at a multimedia startup company called Daisy Hits, where her celebrity roster was quite robust. Um, she did a lot of innovative campaigns and kind of excited her to kind of want to go in the direction of working more in the public relations arena. So she went to Georgetown University and graduated with a public relations um, graduate degree, one of the best in the country. And she uses her vast knowledge and network base to drive her company, A-Game PR, to new heights. Please welcome the fabulous Anita Chatterjee to the show officially. My oh. darling, you are just awesome. Well, you're awesome, Raj. Thank you again for having me on. It's an honor. Of course, my love. So let's just dive in. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's go. Perfect. So I'd like to begin by asking you what leadership means to you. So what leadership means to me is a leader is someone who leads their team to fulfill objectives uh, that cater to the overall mission of the company. And to do this, it's very important that you maintain a healthy corporate culture and continue to mentor and inspire your team. It's also important that you inspire the public and become a voice for your company because what you put out to the public really reflects the spirit of your team in-house. Absolutely. What a great um, definition of leadership, folks. And this is another one. If you guys are watching it on the replay, you want to write this down. Like every single question and answer that you're getting today, you're getting from the top. You heard Anita's bio. She works with the best of the best in the business out there. So these insights are insights that you're getting from behind the curtain. We're pulling it right back. We're deep diving. Um, so I want to make sure that you get the full value. Write this down, guys, and see how you can incorporate and implement it in your own ecosystems because without doing that, you're not going to move forward. These are tried and tested, um, you know, experience oriented, actionable, simple ways that you can take the success of your company and just really, you know, push it and elevate it and propel it to that very next level that you're looking to accomplish to go to. This also, by the way, folks, can be incorporated into your personal ecosystem, your home environment, your friends' relationships, 
All of these are very, very tactical ways that you can actually see how you can create more intimate, meaningful communications relationships with everyone in every single aspect of your life. All right. So let's go into question two. Why, in your opinion, um, Anita, is the idea of communications training vital to the success of effective leadership? Because, you know, time and time again, I see people not taking seriously how important effective communications is in building businesses. So I'm going to ask you again, why, in your opinion, is the idea of communications training vital to the success of effective leadership? So when executives work with communication professionals, they are able to reflect on what they have done, what they're doing, and most importantly, the messaging that they want to get out to the public. As communication professionals, we understand what the current appetite is for the press, like what they want to report on and what is impactful for them and will help our clients get their messaging out. So most importantly, we help our clients put the messaging they want to get out in the right words to create the most impact and to ensure that they are in the media and the segments that they do are well positioned um, so they can make sure to stay engaging and inform the public and at the same time get out the, the messaging that they need to. So that's why it's important to have a communication professional to guide you in that process. Absolutely. And, you know, with the noise that we have out there, Anita, online in every single, you know, oh, my God, every single platform out there, um, just because people are talking to you doesn't mean that what they're talking about is being communicated to you in the right manner. Doesn't mean that it's going to engage the right audiences. There are so many layers to understand in terms of tactical communications in order to make sure that number one, your message is succinct, clear, concise. Number two, to ensure that who you're speaking to, you're very clear on, um, you know, who they are. Number three, how to actually ensure that you are able to successfully communicate the value proposition to them to come on board into your enterprise and, and, and to be very honest about, you know, what those results would look like. Oftentimes people, you know, go more for kind of the, how can I put this, Anita? Like, and you know this, you, you come across this all the time. They want to do the kind of go big or go home. But, you know, it's kind of like smoke and mirrors and there's not really any true, you know, authenticity around what it is they're offering. They're just literally doing a plug and play on what they see is going on out there in the virtual world without realizing that they can end up doing more damage, bringing a lot of the wrong people to their ecosystem because they're not learning how to effectively communicate. And a big part of that is making sure that you have an expert like yourself, who knows how to do that, or at the very minimal, if you can afford those types of experts, to make sure that you actually take the time to come on a show like this, come on other shows, and, and hear what experts are saying about how effective communications should be thought about, should be implemented, should be actioned, and what the results are that you should expect to come out of it. So um, thank you so much for that, Anita. That just got me kind of rambling on on just this thought it, that I have. I, I can't agree enough. It's all about quality of placements, of media placements, as well as, um, you know, positioning. And that's what a PR professional can handle. 
Absolutely. So can you share three tips on how in your professional journey, Anita, you made the mind shift so that, you know, that people can connect with, with you on that level, how you made the mind shift from following other people's belief systems to creating your own. And for those people who, you know, aren't clear on what I mean by that, it's literally working for someone and then making the decision to work for yourself. How did, what were three tips that helped you make that shift? Well, over the years, when I worked for other agencies, they would encourage us to follow a formula when we reach out to the press, uh, when, when we interact with others. And after you've been on a field, on the field for a certain time, it's okay to try out things that are a bit out of the box if you think that it'll work. And if it works, you know, well, you don't have to follow the formula. So that's what I've learned. And I think a lot of the way I operate um, is out of the box. And I think it's very important for all of us to be very creative. And so basically what I'm saying is you don't have to follow the formula. It's important for you to learn the formula and see how the industry has been successful because it does work. But you can also find your own ways that could be more effective for you. So definitely don't always just drink the Kool-Aid. Do your own thing. Absolutely. Secondly, I, you know, I have to say a lot of people shared their opinion with me while I was on my career journey in terms of what type of opportunities I should take on and what type of opportunities I shouldn't. And it's important to listen to people and take their expertise. But at the end of the day, you are the only person that knows what's right for you. You know, everything that's on the table for you. You're the only one who knows what you can or can't do. Other people may assume that you have the aptitude to do certain things, but here's the thing. They don't know. They just really don't know. So take people's advice, listen to them, but at the end of the day, follow your gut and do what's best for yourself. That's really what's helped me. I had a lot of smart people tell me that I should not move to New York City, um, that there was no need to do that, and um, that I shouldn't pursue a career in media because it was challenging. And, you know, I, I understood where they're coming from. They're all grounded and rational, but I also knew the opportunities that I had in front of me. I actually met with everybody one-on-one, and I listened to them, but at the end of the day, I listened to what I have to say. So listen to yourself. Right. And the last tip I would share with, with everyone is that you don't have to follow the same path to achieve success. Everybody has their own strengths and talents, and you need to use that to navigate through that path to get where, to where you need to be. I often hear people saying, well, you know, this company did such a great job and they were all over the press. We need to do exactly what they did. And no, you can't do exactly what they did because you are not them. You right. need to do what the strengths are within your team and use that to get to the point you need to be at. Absolutely. Here, 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 here to all three of those points, folks. I hope you are making notes because this is valuable insider behind the um, curtain, fully pulling back, deep diving on the things that they don't tell you on the outside. Mm-hmm. Anita, let's move on because I've got to ask you this. I'm super excited about, um, you know, getting to this point in our conversation. You have created global profiles for some w- very well established um, companies and leaders. Is there a difference um, in the methodology of creating company-centric leadership awareness versus personality-centric leadership awareness? I mean, are they the same thing? Are they different? Can you share? No, every everything is different. Um, and it's funny because, you know, I always tell people you wouldn't go to a pediatrician for your heart issues. So when you come to a publicist, make sure you understand what they specialize in. For me, I work with 
organizations and brands and and tech companies. And I, I work with celebrities when it comes to business and tech deals. So I don't work as much with experts who are trying to build their personal profile. Um, I mainly work with companies where I see the benefit of building their founder's profile as well. So the organizations can then leverage the influence their founder has to get their announcements out there. And that's worked very well for, for, for a lot of the different companies that I've worked with. What I will say, though, is that I feel for experts who aren't necessarily leading large organizations, they obviously don't have to worry about having to consistently align with an organization. When you are the founder of a company, you, you have to always think about, okay, well, if I talk about this, how will this impact my company? Because it's jeopardize a business deal. Is this taking away from an announcement that's about to come? So you always have to have that in the back of your mind. And you just don't have that extra worry when you're building your personal profile. But again, there's people who specialize in that, and they could probably go more into detail on that since that's their specialty. But I would say that that's the prime difference where you do have a bit more freedom on what you put out there. Absolutely. Wow. Well, you know, for those of you guys um, out, out there who don't, you know, think that effective communications is really something that needs to be a priority in your respective ecosystem, even in your home, you, you're hearing here that that's wrong. The reason is, is that there are so many different ways of ensuring that you accomplish the right goal. Um, depending on what that goal needs to be. So as Anita mentioned, right, if you are building out a profile, and this is also for you if, you know, you're doing this for yourself, you're a solopreneur, um, it's important for you to know what it is that you're actually looking for accomplishing with that. You know, Anita um, builds uh, profiles for her um, CEOs that are directly related to impacting growth of awareness properly and in the effective manner for their, um, you know, respective company. So it's kind of like a hand in hand kind of scenario. So I think that's really important to kind of, you know, what I'm learning from what Anita sharing here with this point is what is, you know, what is your intention with your communications, right? I think that's an important thing for us to really sit with and understand rather than going out there and just putting yourself out there without truly understanding what it is that you're looking to accomplish. As Anita just mentioned, you know, when you're doing it in terms of being like, you know, a CEO, a C-suite person, someone that kind of heads up an organization, there are certain guidelines. There's a methodology associated with making sure, sure that, you know, the um, professional image of that individual and the, you know, culture and the mission of the organization are aligned and succinct, and they're moving towards the same direction. When we come into the world of celebrity, as um, Anita said, and she's worked with both guys over um, the last couple of decades, um, you've got a lot more room to get fully creative, fully innovative, and fully kind of putting them out there as well. And again, as she said, be clear on what your intention is so that you can ensure that if you enlist um, the aid of an expert communication um, individual like Anita or like anyone out there, that you're actually going to the right one. Anita's expertise is obviously working with individuals that head up organizations. Um, so she has this, um, she's perfectly positioned um, in a very kind of rare spot, actually, uh, where she's created her boutique public relations um, organization to be extremely high touch, 
to be extremely um, aligned with, you know, elevating an organization through lifting up the awareness associated with the person that's kind of heading up that organization. And that sounds easy, guys, but it is the, the most difficult type of communication strategies to put out there because you have to be mindful of the organization and the individual, right? Anita, is there anything else you want to add regarding that? No, I, I think that you uh, you did a good job in terms of kind of going more in depth in uh, regards to what I was originally addressing. But no, I, I think we've, we've conveyed that what we, what we needed to. Brilliant. So let's go into the next part of things. Um, I want to ask you, um, you know, can you share, um, you know, just from a general perspective, because you can't really kind of fully say this is the only road to nirvana, but can you share your general formula in building a profile uh, with someone that's completely unknown to kind of get them up to that leadership authority status and maybe a couple of pointers for people who are kind of just getting started off so they can get their head around what that actually needs to look like. Mm -hmm. So first off, anybody who I work with, they're not unknown. They are under the radar, but it's very important that before you start press, you are known within your industry, you're respected, you have built a, a track record um, that's fairly known well, and you may be even done a little bit of press before actually strategically starting on your journey. So that's an important part to keep in mind. As you mentioned, there's no actual formula that you can use on everybody. Everybody has a customized strategy. However, what I've used often that's been effective is that when I've met with a client, I've spoken to them about their journey. And then I normally ask them, what's their next major newsworthy announcement? And if I see it as being newsworthy, what I always recommend is that's where we begin by sharing that announcement. And once we make that announcement, you're putting news out there that's relevant with what's going on now and is current. But then in that same article, we could go a bit into your background and your track record. So the audience gets to know you while you make the announcement. So that particular method has been highly successful. But as you explained, everybody is different. So right. not you, you can't necessarily use that one formula for, for every situation. Absolutely. But from your perspective, considering who you work with, what your portfolio is, this is kind of a good rule of thumb for your organization, right? And that's, yeah, generally how we, we've worked with a lot of our clients. Okay, perfect. So let's talk a little bit about um, your clients now, um, Anita. Uh, there are many types of leaders, as we know, all over the world. Um, but the most successful are the ones who understand the importance of communications, right? Am I right when I say that? Absolutely. So looking at some of your clients, can you share some insights on how you have experienced firsthand, because you work with them intimately, mm -hmm. how they themselves incorporate communication-centric skills um, to effectively lead their teams? Like, what have you seen that they do? So all of my clients are brilliant. And what's great about each of them is they defy the odds and they don't follow the formula. They all have their own style that's highly effective because they're authentic. Um, a few examples is Rohan Oza, who I, I speak about often. He was my very first client. But what I love in terms of how he leads is he really lives his brand, mm -hmm. which means that every company that he's invested and partnered with 
is very much a part of his lifestyle. You see him holding the drinks that he's invested and partnered with. If you go into the Kavu office in New York or in Santa Monica, their products are everywhere. In fact, the New York office has a very trendy Kavu bar that literally serves all the beverages that is in their portfolio. If Rohan or Kavu ever has an event, you'll definitely see all of the foods and beverages that are in their portfolio offered to the guests at this event. So he loves his brand. And in doing so, people trust his leadership because they see how passionate he is about everything that he backs up. And this gets his in-house team excited and passionate about who they're working with. And it also gives them a sense of pride about working with these brands that their founders are just so immersed in. So that's what's brilliant about his style of leadership. He's very authentic. People trust him because he genuinely believes in what he in the types of products that he's backing. And he's showing that every single day. So that's brilliant and unique. And he just he's a great guy to follow. Honestly, if you want to read his the stories and um, his journey in general, he just has great advice and philosophies. And he's brilliant. So that's what I love about his leadership style. What I would say about uh, Pyle Kadakia, the female founder of ClassPass, who's just, you know, we've had an amazing journey with her. I think she's taken the whole female founder and position and turned it into celebrity status. Yes. Uh, we did more with her. I mean, it was more than just press. There was a point where we were even doing Nike campaigns with her, where she was promoting the value of just being a strong and female leader, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's been an amazing journey with her. But where I see her strengths in leadership is she really believes in the value of inspiring her team. Anytime there's a milestone or if it's the beginning of the year or if there's hurdles that ClassPass has to overcome, she's quick to address the entire team, getting them all on a virtual call and showing them that there is light at the end of the tunnel Mm -hmm. and kind of sharing her insight on how she built the business and got through all the different types of obstacles she had to jump through to make them happen. And I think that really inspires the team and and keeps them united. And she also does an excellent job of inspiring the public through the media that she does, through her own social media account. And that helps her in-house team be proud of the fact that they are working for a company with such an incredible visionary. So like I mentioned early on, the inspiration you share with the public really does impact the spirit of your in-house culture. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you also work with Neo. Yes, the Grammy Award winning singer Neo, who just he's not only a great artist, he he is an incredible leader. And what I respect about him is he understands the importance of making time when there, where there is none. Mm-hmm. A lot of these all of these leaders are extremely busy and he I work with him particularly on his tech initiatives and he's a big believer in the fact that there needs to be more diversity in the tech industry and right. there does. And he understands that in order to be a leader in driving this movement, he has to do more than just do a few interviews about it. He knew that he had to, like a politician, be very hands-on and fly out to Silicon Valley and meet with investors who are interested in investing in platforms that help drive more diversity into the tech industry. And he's invested in a school called Holberton School, a school that I've actually worked with as well, a two-year software engineering school with no upfront tuition. And their models help bring more diversity in tech. And Neo actually went to these campuses and met with the students 
students on these campuses and ask them, well, do you think this model is working? Do you feel like, you know, there is more diversity when you go into these companies? And that's brilliant. I mean, as a leader, he understands the importance of being hands on and directly communicating with the public. So that's why I, I really respect him. And I think he's been very effective with um, his, his mission to, to bring more diversity to, to Silicon Valley. Absolutely. For anyone out there, um, Anita, who doesn't, and I, I want to, I want to ask this question. I think it's important to ask, um, because, you know, if they don't get the importance of effective communications after the conversation you and I have just had, then I feel that it needs to be addressed. So I'm going to address it. But anyone out there who doesn't buy into the importance of effective communications being mandatory in leadership roles, what through your experience of having worked with like some of the top tier leaders in the world, especially in those industries that are really making the big change making, um, you know, ideologies for kind of where society is headed today across multiple different um, platforms. What would you say to those people who are just not converted? They just don't see the importance of effective communications. They're missing out. Mm. I'm not saying that you won't be successful if you don't invest in communications or PR because there's a lot of companies that are under the radar and they're highly successful. However, when you put yourself out there, when mm -hmm. you do press and you do media opportunities, people see you on CNBC and the Today Show and yep. often they reach out to you with new opportunities. So you could be missing an opportunity to have an amazing partnership or even pivot your company to enhance it in a way that you would have never thought of before. So you're missing out. You, you really are. Absolutely. And especially as it relates to the fact that, you know, pretty much the big kind of push of um, doing business today is online, is virtual. We don't have a choice right now with kind of where we are sitting um, with the world situation. So even more so effective communications down your entire food chain and also, you know, both inside and outside are incredibly important to, to ensure that everyone stays kind of true to the mission of, you know, the organization and stays kind of, you know, advocating for it because they still believe in, you know, what, what the company is all about. Like, what are your thoughts around that? I, I, I completely agree with you, Raj. I think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, in order to really immerse yourself and continue to remind yourself of, um, the mission that you're going after, it's, it's very important for you to, um, communicate and consistently reflect on, on what, why you're doing what you're doing. Ah, consistently reflect. That's the other big one, isn't it? Huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So my final question for you is for anyone out there that's aspiring to become a communications expert today, because I'm sure there's going to be a gazillion of them out there after listening to you. Um, what advice would you give to them about the industry opportunity where Perhaps there's currently a gap in the market, you know, especially since, as you know, we've just finished talking, uh, we're living in a, a very heavily virtual environment. Like, where is that gap that they could look into if they're looking to get into this field? If they want to get into this field, I would say the most important thing is for them to be creative. I think it's very important that they 
work their way up, start off as an intern, learn how to really function in an agency. If, if they want to work in the in agency, there's a lot of different types of PR you could go into. Um, many people choose to go in-house in companies, and that's very different from working in an agency space. But if you want to work in the agency space, definitely learn what you need to do to to grow as a professional, but be creative. As the world is changing, we need to keep thinking of out-of-the-box ways to really push hard to get our clients' messages out there. Absolutely. And the great thing is, is there's, there's so much more opportunity today, Anita, than there's ever been just because of how technology has allowed us to be able to tap into each other's worlds just at a click of a button, which was never the case before. And But then on the other side, there's also the danger that because it's easy to access the world, that you may perhaps be you know, not properly communicating what it is that you want people to know, right? Again, effective communications, that's the thing. The key is being effective with your communications, not just communicating, right? Exactly, because you could put an article out there and there could be no impact afterwards. But if you get the right key terms and phrases into it and introduce the journalists that you're working with to how you're positioned, that's how you create an impactful article. Absolutely. And finally, uh, I just want to ask you this, Anita, just, you know, to so that people are very clear on kind of your portfolio in terms of public relations. You know, what do you look for in terms of consideration for clients? Because I know you're very, very um, niched in, in, in who you work with. You know, I, I think that, um, it doesn't make sense for anyone to start if you're, if you're in early stages. Mm -hmm. I think if you are the founder of a company, make sure that you've gotten to a certain point where you have grown, raised funding, if, if that's what you're doing, but you have somewhat of a track record mm -hmm. and, um, and you also have announcements coming up that you can share. It, it all really depends. I think who we work with are established to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I said, they they come to us and they're they're under the radar because they haven't done press before. Right. So that's where we help them. And again, we specialize in in venture firms, uh, celebrities when it, it has to do with their business and tech deals. And we yes. work with dozens of tech companies and brands in the consumer packaged goods space and just various other types of organizations. So you know, and a lot of it also comes down to the fact where maybe you don't meet that criteria. But if I just love the the concept of your company and I think great things will happen. You know, we every once in a while, we do go outside of our, our general mold of doing things. Yeah. That is wonderful, Anita. Thank you so much for sharing your wealth of wisdom on my inaugural show. I, I couldn't imagine anyone, um, you know, that I wanted to bring on for my first show other than you when it came to the fact that I wanted people to actually understand how important it is to be able to communicate effectively and that communications is something that you really need to have a strategy around. And that strategy needs to directly relate to the intention of why you need to communicate. There's just a plethora more as we go throughout the year on the show that we will be talking about regarding this, because this is the area, you know, my wheelhouse is effective leadership communications, because it's what I've been doing all these years. And I've made every mistake that you could possibly make and I see it coming like a Mack truck when, you know, other people come to me with, you know, with their issues in, in and around that. Anita, 
Thank you so much. Again, Anita is the founder and CEO of A Game PR, a bi-coastal company, New York to LA and everywhere in between. Thank you so much for giving your words of wisdom. And I really look forward to bringing you back on. I hope that I, I do have the opportunity to come back on. And uh, I hope that my advice was helpful. Uh, I, you know, if you, I'm on Instagram at Anita Chatterbox. And I share a lot of the work that I've done with my clients on my Instagram. Yes. So feel yes. free to follow that. And hopefully that gives you some inspiration and ideas. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anita. I'll see you again. Thank you, Raj. All right, folks. So that brings us to the end of the very first show, a very different concept of show than I've ever done before. You guys who know me um, with my other two brands know that my interviewing has always been, you know, very informal, very, very conversational. It's always been centered around the stories of inspiring um, celebrities. Uh, this year, um, I'm taking a turn and adding a different element to my portfolio. Um, I, I, and, and it's kind of predicated on the fact that I have received so many people coming to me since the pandemic hit. Um, what was it? 10 months ago or so, uh, that we're trying to figure out how they can effectively communicate within their ecosystems. And for those people, you know, I've been using that word a lot. I use it a lot actually as well. Um, ecosystem is not the same as an organization. So an organization is a specific defined um, arena within which there is an infrastructure. Um, and it's usually kind of one entity. An ecosystem is everything that you and what you do touches. So this, uh, um, this is you and your um, internal circle of people that you work with. Um, leadership on a leadership management executive level, or the people down your food chain that work with you, or the people externally that work with you, be they collaborators, partners, contractors, um, service providers of any kind, or the people that um, you message as prospective clients, right? These are your ecosystem, be they prospects or be they actual active clients. And then the other thing that I want you to also understand and why effective communications is so in integral for you to understand. And if you don't understand it, you need to find someone who does. That's the kind of thing that, you know, I do um, for full transparency. It's why I have this show. It's why I uh, have soft launched as of last month, the Open Chess Confidence Academy. As I mentioned, for those of you who may be just catching the, you know, bottom end of the show here as we close out. The OpenJS Confidence Academy is a multifaceted transformation community where we use effective communications, mindset, marketing, branding, public relations to help people actually understand how to empower the ecosystems that they live in through utilizing these towards the goal of effective communications. I work predominantly with, um, you know, executives, entrepreneurs, and people who, you know, are in leadership positions. But that's not to say that, you know, I wouldn't work with people, you know, or who are looking to, you know, maybe transform their own internal ecosystem, you know, the, the, the space that we hold deep within ourselves, you know, the, the immediate environment in our personal environment that is important to us. You know, I, I, I found that when I've been working, um, with 
my coaching, consulting, and mentorship clients since 2017, for those of you who are just joining us, I found that, you know, a lot of the work that we've ended up doing, initially speaking with the first lot lot of sessions, has always been around the personal space. Because, you know, when we're able to kind of unpack that, the, the narrative that's holding you back from understanding that you actually can do what it is that you're looking to do in your life, if you're just able to maneuver some things, take some things out, put some things in, get the support from an, you know, experienced perspective um, to the table. I think, you know, I really feel that those are the people that actually are really able to catapult their brands, their projects, and their lives forward above and beyond anyone else that I've ever worked with. So, you know, I hope you take that away and you and you think about it. And the reason why I keep coming back to the fact that, you know, experience is important, especially in leadership, is that if you don't yourself have the experience or the know-how or the resources to get them, you need to work with someone who does. I myself, on a personal level, I will tell you, I've been on quite the journey um, emotionally, spiritually, economically, financially, um, health-wise, you know, all of the above, just like you all have. Um, and I found that I've gotten the greatest leaps in my journey when I've gotten out of my own way, cliche statement, kitschy words, but it is what it is, right? And I've allowed someone else in and I've trusted them. So here's the thing that I want to leave you guys with. There's three things that are going to help you grow as an individual in whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish on a personal or on a professional level. First of all, you need to have an open mind. Second of all, you need to do the work. <laughs> That's a big one. We'll, 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 we'll tackle that later on in another show. And number three, you need to have someone who, who's access to someone that's already done where you want to go. Because if you keep doing what you're doing and keep doing what you've done to get to where you are, you'll quickly realize that that is not going to be enough to take you to where you want to go. I want you to write that down and I want you to sit with it. All right, guys. So this brings us to the end of the first show. It's a bit longer than I expected it to be, but I knew that I needed to kind of contextualize from the top of the show, you know, why I'm doing this, who it's for, why it's important, um, and kind of, you know, what my intention is with this show and with the academy. This is going to be a big build out year for me and for my team. Uh, we've taken on this kind of big, um, objective to be able to serve as many people as possible around the world to help them with their communications and to create effectiveness in their respective ecosystem, be it on a professional level or on a personal level. So I hope that you will bookmark. I hope that you will, you know, put, you know, a, an on switch on notifications for every Sunday on this platform that you're currently watching this on. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and whatever that is equivalency-wise in your particular part of the world and you join me. It's going to be, it's going to be a great time kind of, you know, growing this community and also having you participate and tell me how effective we are being in, 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 you know, communicating the knowledge and the expertise that, you know, I am mandating myself to bring to the table here fully and open pulling back that curtain, 
way back beyond any other way that I ever have before. This is the place that you're going to get access to that. And I really want you guys to be able to, you know, dial in to what it is that we talk about every single week. I want you to give us, you know, your thoughts of, you know, what you liked, what you'd like to see improvement on. This is, as you know, the first, you know, the first time I'm coming to you guys from a coaching show perspective. So, um, you know, I really would love some constructive criticism on what you'd like to see more of and less of. Um, and just, you know, to wind down each show, I'm going to first let you know what the topic is. I'm going to dive into it a little bit from my own experience perspective. And then I'm looking to bring on an expert that specifically is related to that area. And we're going to deep dive to a Q&A session, and then we're going to close it out with a bit of homework. All right. So this is what I'm planning on doing each week. If this kind of sounds like, um, you know, something that you want to be a part of, tune in every week, guys. Give me your input. Let's make this community the best it can be, and let's support each other. If you are a leader or you are someone that is being led on a personal or professional level, this show is for you. If you are looking to finally get out of your own way and allow someone else to step in and you're giving them the honor of trusting them with their imparting their knowledge with you, then you're in the right place. So homework, guys. Homework for you um, is going to be twofold. One thing that I would like you guys to do is I would like you guys to um, look at what I said at the beginning of the show, where I said to you guys that I've coined this phrase, defining statement. A defining statement, remember what this is, okay? It's where you say how you instill effective communications in your organization. So whether you are someone that has one employee or whether you have a thousand employees, you can all implement this. You can implement this ideology at home. It's important, guys. And it's something that a lot of people don't realize is the defining point within the organization from a foundational level, the ecosystem within a foundational level um, that can that either take you on the road of success or on the road of failure. Because if you can't define what your communications is, Nobody in your ecosystem is going to understand what it is that you're looking to accomplish and they won't be motivated to do it. They won't be able to do it properly and they won't be able to advocate for the company and for the ecosystem that you're building. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, um, if you are someone that is truly confused and truly not, you know, in a space where you understand what communicating effectively even means and you want kind of a bit more of a high touch access point, send us an email, send us an email to askcoaching at the openchestconfidenceacademy.com. Again, that's askcoaching at the openchestconfidenceacademy.com. And let us know what it is that you're, what you're looking to accomplish. And let's see if there's a way that we can work with you. Um, for those of you who are just catching the tail end of this, this is Raj Gern, the founder of the Open Chess Confidence Academy. I'm coming to you here with our inaugural edition of the Transform Your Confidence show presented to you guys by Open Chest with Raj Gurn. Please let me know what worked for you for this show, what you'd like to see more of, what you'd like to see less of. 
And I really look forward to seeing you next Sunday. Have a great week ahead. And remember that the only way to be successful personally and professionally is to align your core value system with effective communications inside, outside, and all around. Bye for now. Have a great, great, great rest of your day. Thank you so much for staying till the end. I really hope you enjoyed the show. Before you leave, I would love for your support by subscribing to my show and letting everyone you know know about it and have them come take a listen. I would sincerely appreciate you joining me at LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Search Raj Gurn and the Open Chess Confidence Academy. Until next week, I hope you continue to cultivate your own ecosystem so that everyone in and around it is empowered by your mission to elevate them all. See you next week.